What is up, guys? We are back here, episode 34 of the Triage Method podcast, and today we are without Gary. Gary is in Belarus um, with the Burn Chernobyl project, which again, you can still donate to. Um, I think the link is in the description box. I'll try to put it in. I think I put it in with the last one when we were talking about it, so I'll leave it in. Um, but today we are here with a good friend of mine, Marco Dwyer, and some of you may know him, some of you may never have heard of him. Um, but if you're in Ireland and you're into, we'll call it, this will kind of offend him, but more functional training, you know, you've probably seen some of his work and you've probably heard of him. So he's offering a bit of a, a different product than most other people are offering, right? So we're going to discuss a little bit about his unique kind of take on training not so much unique i wouldn't say like it is obviously unique in the the market that we have but it is a a valid method of training insofar as it is very well thought out but we'll get into that slightly or shortly even and before we do that mark how are you thanks very much patrick fantastic so um just a little bit about me i played football for years got into lifting through football um, we're talking about Gaelic football now. Yeah, Gaelic football. Just for our American mm -hmm. and our British, you know. Because you're international. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, got into lifting through that. Then eventually gave up the football probably four or five years ago or so. So then I was just lifting on my own. Um, it was going grand for a while. I was going to, you know, chase, try to get aesthetic for once, you know. Um, and then that got pretty boring pretty quickly. So... I checked out a few other people and I found something was missing so I wanted to chase some more skills so that's when I introduced more of the as you call it the functional style training uh, just incorporating uh, more bodyweight movements and just centering the training a bit more around skill development as well um, along with obviously strength and, and trying to trying to build muscle so that's where I got into stuff like handstanding um, playing on gymnastic rings and you know working on splits, becoming more flexible and more mobile and that kind of that kind of crack. So then just kind of played with it from there. I was never super dogmatic about any one, one approach, you know. I kind of picked from, from various different people and then kind of threw it together like myself to have my own kind of mix on it. Yeah, because you're one of the, the few people that I see that, in my opinion, I think does it quite well in terms of, like you, like you said, you aren't dogmatic like you don't come from say a gymnastics approach and all you can do is essentially teach gymnastic skills you know and you don't come from like a strength and conditioning like approach obviously you do you actually do have a degree in yes yeah. well, health and performance and science health and, performance. and then uh, strength and conditioning as well yeah so um, like it's not like you don't have the the theoretical knowledge to back yeah. up what you're doing like you are it, it like this is what i'm saying you do it a little bit differently in terms of you aren't dogmatic with your approach like you just look for what is the best tool for the job that I'm kind of trying to accomplish? Like I remember, like I've known you good for a few years and I remember like even after that transition period from when you stopped playing football and to, you know, kind of moving into different training thoughts, like you always kind of had a little bit more emphasis on a performance aspect, which is something that I actually really like. And myself and Gary have talked about before, like having some performance goals. Like you yeah. said, like even before, like you wanted to have uh, you wanted to increase your your vertical jump like yeah. that was the goal of yours and you're like okay how do i structure my training 
to achieve that yeah. you know and you're like okay let's play around with some olympic lifts let's play around with some you know dedicated like we'll call it plyometrics and then like let's play around with like some strengthening of yeah. the, the muscles involved like squats and deadlifts yeah. that kind of stuff so you you kind of pick the goal and we're like what's the approach that's going to get me to this end goal mm. you know um you've also obviously encountered some injuries along the way and you've kind of rehabbed them yourself and obviously there were surgeries involved and stuff yeah. like you fucked up your wrists twice twice yeah uh one of those is one of my favorite videos uh, ever <laughs> it's on youtube we'll, we'll link it somewhere <laughs> if you want to if you want to laugh it's funny but uh yeah i've broken my wrist and then i had one good wrist and i decided to try olympic lifting again and decided to go quite heavy very quickly within a few weeks and uh snapped my shit up yeah yeah, so it's good crack yeah you know so you've had setbacks yeah. you've learned to overcome those you have used a an intelligent approach we'll say to kind of work around those and i actually think the injuries have benefited you in terms of you realize more so that it's like okay well there's actually ways around things and you know maybe in certain populations we can't do this and yeah. you know we have to think about these things a little bit deeper than go oh let's jump into a squat even though like you were never truly like that but i do find that people who have injured themselves and then couldn't do what they used to like to do do have to think around things a little mm. bit more and look for different approaches so they can still get similar if not better results after the fact but yeah i think you do it a little bit differently in terms of you you don't have that dogmatic approach you have an approach that kind of encompasses a, a few different modalities you're not tied down to like you're not the body weight guy you no. know you're not the the gymnastics guy you're not the the, the bodybuilder guy you're not the whatever other sport you're not the powerlifting guy you're not you're not none of those things you're just someone that is looking for we'll call it like i know that everyone hates the term but a more functional way to train so you want to actually have the ability to move rather than just the ability to look a certain way and it's actually a way that i kind of train as well although i would have different goals than you different like skill goals than you have um but you're looking for what is the approach I can take to be a functioning human, but also look a certain way. Like at the end of the day, like everyone does like to to look a certain way, but also in doing so, people kind of lose that focus on performing a certain way. And I'm not just talking about like performing like all oh, your squat bench and deadlift. Like I'm talking about being able to move your body through space. Can you sprint? Can you jump? Can you do handstand can you i know cartwheel can you do all these things that you know humans are supposed to be able to do or is it all just aesthetics like is it are you just using your yeah but like basically you just you like i think most people are lying and say they don't want to do they don't want to be able to do cool shit and they don't want to look good naked it's those two things it's basically. Pre it pretty much it's centered is. you know that's a very everything uh, comes down to it's that. a dumbed down like, version the, the way i always yeah. look at it like imagine you as a bodybuilder like you want to go on to i don't know britain's got talent or something like yeah. that some talent show the x factor whatever yeah. obviously not one of the singing ones but you know what what do you have to show for it at the end yeah. of the day what are you going to do jump on stage and flex your pecs a little bit or are you going to like you can go jump on stage i'm going to do into i'm going to fucking do a backflip into a handstand over here you know you know so it's like at the end of the day it's like what do you have to show for all the time that you've you've put into to training is yeah, it, and you know like if aesthetics are your your end goal for a natural athlete it's so slow it takes yeah. so many years that why not train a few other skills along with it it's not really okay there's going to be a small bit of a trade-off if you go um fully down the skill route versus aesthetics obviously but um there's not going to be a huge trade-off here if, if you're training both because you know it, it takes like 
years of you know volume to actually build a, a significant amount of muscle for a national athlete in the yeah, last and, year. And this is the thing I, I think a lot of people fall down the rabbit hole of. They they become the bodyweight training person. And yes, they've got great skills. They've got great yeah. I know hand balancing skills because they do you know twelve hours of hand balancing yeah. a week. But they don't look the way that they want to look. You know, maybe they, they do look the way they want to look, but people don't want to look like that in general. Like yeah. People are like, oh yeah, tip it stereotypically you have this kind of skinnier physique, you know, where it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like you can do some cool things with your body. You can do a muscle up, but nobody fucking cares because you're 50 kilos. Like, yeah. you know, my, my right leg weighs more than you and I have no calves. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what, what does like there has to be this trade-off between both and I think people fail to realize that there is a trade-off between aesthetics and skills like some people like we were discussing before some people are just mutants and they'll respond to whatever tension you put on them mm. you know like you literally go okay pop up into a handstand there and as soon as they start getting it they start nailing it down all of a sudden their shoulders are blowing yeah, growing, up like, everything their yeah. forearms are growing yeah. they literally like any amount of tension just absolutely blows them up and they get ridiculous and they're generally the ones that will become this proponent of oh bodyweight training is the best yeah, it's the training best ever. Way, yeah. and it's like yeah it was the best for you like you yeah. could have probably got the exact same results if you did resistance training you're just a hyper Even responder better, yeah they just respond know? to training so it's like so. there there is this general trade-off between the both and this is why i kind of like your approach more and it's kind of something that i've brought into my fold because like we used to train together we used to like you know back and forth with ideas with training and stuff and it's something that i kind of took from you as well it's like you can actually focus on both it doesn't have to be dedicated like hypertrophy it doesn't have to be dedicated strength it doesn't have to be dedicated like body weight training it's like you can actually like mix and match what you want to do like i've, I've just talked before like i'm kind of working on my handstand now and it's actually getting pretty good um but i'm still doing more quote-unquote bodybuilding yeah. work like i wouldn't say i'm a bodybuilder at all um but you, you can pick and choose what you want to bring into the fold and i find a lot of people they do they do fall down this dogmatic route where it's like oh no i only do powerlifting or i only do bodybuilding and it's like you, like you don't do that like you're, you're quite strong on the the power lifts the big tree and stuff um but you're also actually able to move your body and it, i think that kind of comes down to the way you you train as a whole because and the way you structure it and like they can complement each other as well exactly, if you do yeah. it smartly you know and you like if, if that fits into your program as well and you're incorporating the bodyweight movements that like the end goal is they're going to complement each other um and they will do massively as well if you, it just takes you know just a bit of thinking yeah involved, you know, this so. this is the the big thing whatever like the way people kind of go about it they don't structure it properly because they do fall into that dogmatic thing where it's like oh no this i'm just doing bodyweight training it's like yeah it's the only way to you, do you it, can like, you can do like okay let's look at your handstand position say like maybe you don't have that full extension at the shoulder and it's like okay can i get stronger in this extension can i yeah. get my get a stronger can I get overhead better position? Ele elevate my scapula exactly can i get better like yeah. scapula control as yeah. a whole like let, let's see yeah. what what i can strengthen and okay yeah, I can do that through a bodyweight method, but there's actually resistance training methods that I can use that are potentially faster. And this is one of the things that I find is a downfall of the, the bodyweight training is people assume because of these like genetic outliers, we'll call them, that we were just talking about, they get great results really, really quickly. And it's like they assume that they can get those results in the same same time frame and it's like you probably won't you know if you have the the sole goal of being a powerlifter or you have the sole goal of being a bodybuilder or or the sole goal of being able to move your body whatever you want to call this functional training yeah. gymnastics whatever fuck you want to call it uh 
hyper specializing is your best way to go about oh yeah no doubt like, like if you want to powerlift yeah you should be powerlifting you don't need to worry you shouldn't about, be doing you know, handstands like, or you know fucking trying to do the splits or, yeah like all of know. that stuff it's 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 ridiculous that people do try to fit everything into their training and this is why i think you do it well it's like yeah you understand that i, I want to move well um but at the same time I want to look a certain way. I want yeah. to have certain performance things. Like you want to be strong. Like yeah. you want. Like I know you used to like to deadlift and yeah. stuff. It's like you want to be strong in that. You like to squat. Well, you yeah. don't like to squat actually. Uh, <laughs> Slowly coming around. To uh, it. Slowly. Um, but you know what I mean. So it's like yeah. you, you like to actually be strong. So you're like, oh, yeah, let me take this section here. That, uh, that actually improves my overall performance, my my aesthetics, my overall goal. Because for you, I know your goal is kind of to perform well and to look well, to, to feel good all around. And again, I think that is, like you said earlier on, most people's goal. It's like, I want to look a certain way and I want to perform a certain way. You yeah. know, they they, they, be, they are bullshitting you if they say like, oh no, I only care about performance. It's like, all right, cool. Then why do you get your hair cut? Why do you, why do you shave your beard? Why yeah. do you do whatever? It's well, like, people care. You're they literally care. You're like, you're just lying. Um, but yeah, that, that I kind of found that out when I started the more bodyweight training. I was just having fun with it, so I was playing around with it, and then I started doing some kind of some proper stretching. It's basically strength work in your yeah. end range. It's not you, you could call it stretching, whatever, but it's not the typical flexibility work you think yeah, and of. This, it is, strength. this is actually good that you say that because we've done a review of like the functional range conditioning because yeah. we went on that, and I was saying like if I had gone on that like eight years ago or whatever. It would have been mind changing, but the fact that we were actually already doing this kind of stuff beforehand, you know, yeah, back you, in the day, you have we a handle on the anatomy and you know the yeah, like, but that, we so. we were already doing this. Yeah. We like when we were training together yeah. and we were doing stuff together. Yeah. It's like okay, I want to be able to get a splits and stuff. Like I got a splits in eight weeks. I'm just saying, and yeah. um, but like that's again like the thing. Like I'm a hyper responder to that like kind of mobility or flexibility training, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like you said, it is it is strength work. Like once you actually start getting into it, it's like yeah. this is. This is probably and, the roughest training to do, like. And I found that I, because I was never a huge fan of squatting. Hmm. Um, you'll know, and then for like months, probably over a year, I didn't squat, but I was doing strength work, I call it, uh, in those end ranges. And I went back to squatting and was stronger than I'd been before. Yeah, and even, even stuff like that, even like getting strong at like an L-sit position, yeah. you know, it's like you're strengthening, like if you do a proper L-sit, like your quads are on fire. Yeah. Your entire your fucking rec fam is, is in yeah. bits, like. You know, your abs, your core, everything is like working the same way you would work it in a squat. Like obviously not the exact same way, but yeah. it, it obviously has this huge carryover. Yeah. And this is one of those things, again, I, I kind of find annoying about the the whole body weight training thing. There is huge amounts of carryover if you do things correctly, but yeah. people people want to skip steps, right? Yeah. And what I, what I mean they, by they that is- They learn it the street way. They, you exactly. Know, calisthenics like, people. I've never done any of that in my life, you know, I've kind of, I've looked at a, the, the the process to, yeah. to achieve something and followed that, but yeah, there's these guys playing on the street. They just they get something by trying it in a shitty manner over and over again until it becomes less shit. Exactly, and they just ingrain this yeah. poor motor pattern. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, okay, cool, you can do something that looks like yeah. the move that we yeah. want to do, but it's not actually the move that we want to do. However, this is also the thing as well, like some things you'll find from this kind of gymnastics world because again like the, the if you're looking for body weight stuff a lot of stuff you're going to get is from the gymnastics world you yeah. know or we'll call it the the Cirque du Soleil type world yeah. you know where it's like you're a circus freak yeah. uh, type thing so you're getting most of the information from that and what that leads to is some sort of dogma like the fact that people are like oh you must point your toes when you do certain movements like even a dip like a dip has yeah. to be this hollow body position toes pointed yeah. it's like 
is this right. just like you're just doing this for aesthetics you know this actually doesn't have like i mean aesthetics of the movement like you're getting scored on it in in gymnastics whereas like this actually doesn't carry over no the point of the, like yeah ito is one of the ones i would have followed who's who's good at this he you know if he's doing some pulling variations that his goal is to you know strengthen the scapula and upper body pulling strength that's his goal with it he won't be neurotic about pointing the, the toes even though his stuff is always you know very clean mm -hmm. you know he doesn't yeah, but that's know, the thing it's like it's, and then you got you've got some people preaching that of you know you have to point your toes in but why it's not it doesn't make any sense there's no what does it do yeah what's, but it's like there is that difference and like you said with like you know it's like it's very clean it's like uh for some things in like say powerlifting or something you know it's like okay you have to do it a certain way to have the the lift be perfect in terms of the the criteria of the yeah. rules you yeah. know but that doesn't mean that it's the the best way to go about that exercise for you as an individual yeah. like you might find like okay well this this goes against the rules like i know i bench press and i have my toes are the only thing that are touching the ground in terms of like my arch uh i don't have my feet flat on the ground but in most powerlifting federations that's that's illegal you know and it's like well like this allows me to train effectively it take, allows me to get a better arch and therefore i can actually train and like touch my chest with the barbell uh Whereas if I don't have that, if I put my feet flat on the ground, like my knees are way over the bench because I've got the longest femurs on fucking earth. Um, so it's like, that's not... Is that quote, one of your excuses? Is yeah, it is, yeah. I told you, I'm a non-responder to uh, resistance training. Um, but, you know, it's like this, like, what is the benefit of me having my feet flat on the ground if it means that I can't train my chest now effectively because you know, I have to alter this movement and I have to do all these extra things. And it's like, I'm just doing, I'm just following this dogma that someone said, these are the rules. Yes. Like, these, these are the rules of gymnastics. So you yeah. must point your toes, toes doing this, or you must do this movement a certain way. Yeah, I kind of saw a lot of that when I got into the industry, probably four years ago, I started off in, uh, in a CrossFit gym and, you know, they'd be very dogmatic with some of the certain, you know, some of the st stuff they'd be doing. And I was, I'd ask questions like, well, why are you being dogmatic about that? So kind of, I cut that out and kind of went down my own route. And then now with the gym that I've opened, I try to, you know, center it around why we're doing stuff rather than this is just the way that you have to do it. And, you know, but you have to, you have to question that, that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, and that's, like, that's what we always kind of try to do is like, put, ask that, that why. Well, actually what we try to do is give people the answer to that why, yeah. you know? But like that's why I was saying I, I like your your style of training in terms of there's actually a reason why behind what you're doing. Like you understand, like say like I know you train a lot of females, and it's like you understand that there is this trade-off. It's like you want to empower these females because a lot of them are like coming in, they're like, oh, I feel disempowered, I feel weak, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not aesthetically where I want to be, mm -hmm. but they don't even realize that they're not strength where they want to be if that makes sense yeah. like they're not as strong as they want to be like but they don't even know that you yeah. know and i'm not saying i'm just picking on females because it's actually an easier one to do because guys just think they're mr big dick and come in going like oh, i'm the biggest baddest motherfucker ever like, yeah. you know whereas like females will come in they, they don't even realize that they they want to be strong you know so yeah. you get them doing chin-ups stuff like that and it's like let's let's actually get a method of getting you to be able to do a couple of chin-ups with your own body weight yeah. so now you're like well actually fuck like i'm actually strong i'm actually in control of my body yeah. and that's empowering but yeah. also you have that trade-off where it's like <clears throat> you understand that they want to look a certain way as well so you're like let's put in some stuff like a hip thrust and stuff like yeah. you know so let's let's give them a little bit of what they need and yeah. a little bit of what they want and let's have it mesh together so that you're actually creating this program that is we'll call it the best of both worlds like you're able to perform well mm. in a broad sense 
but you're also able to look a certain way. Yeah, stuff integrated that's gonna build their confidence as well. Like you said about doing the chin up, like it's a tough thing for a girl, for any female to achieve, you know? Mm. Um, and you know, once they, they get into the training, it's something that most of them really want to achieve. And we've, that's we've, the thing. You know, we've had like, they kind of find that out themselves. And then once they, you know, they do it, it's, it's confidence kind of, the momentum and confidence grows as well with them. Um, and that's kind of put a big emphasis on like chin-ups and pull-ups for females because very few people teach it right. It's again, it comes down to how you actually program body weight movements because if you want to bench press 100 kilos, you know, you're going to slowly and progressively you're, overload. Yeah, like, oh, from, this week I added 1.25, yeah, next it's week 1.25, yeah. Body weight, you can't just go, well, I'm going to cut 10 kilos off my weight this week, you know, to make it easier. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit more thinking goes into it. Um, so, and there hasn't been many people doing it smartly with females, so that's kind of what we put a big emphasis on. Yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a good point, and you've actually touched on two other things I want to talk about, and that is CrossFit and your gym here, which we'll talk about both of those in a second. But the one thing I want to talk about here now is the, the bodyweight training as a whole. So there are these trends. You'll see it come and go. People are like, oh, they get enamored with it. And people are like, oh, even, even down to very simple stuff, like they want to get better as a, a bodybuilder, as a powerlifter, at chin-ups, at dips, at like these very fundamental, basic yeah. bodyweight movements. But no one programs them effectively and no one progresses them effectively, yeah. right? Because what they'll try to do is treat it like, I don't know, resistance training. Like yeah. they're like, oh, well, I have been doing my assistance work, we'll call it, they're, they're, they're a powerlifter. They've been doing their assistance work and they've been doing, I don't know, dumbbell bench press, right? And they're like, yeah, it's great, but I kind of want to get a bit more quote unquote functional and I'm going to start doing some dips. You know, it's like similar plane of motion, similar yeah. kind of movement, works my chest, cool, pop that in. But they'll try to progress it the exact same way they were progressing their, their dumbbell bench press. They're yeah. like, oh, well, you know, last week I did 40 kilos for eight reps and next week I'm gonna do 42.5 for eight reps. You know, and they'll, they'll just try to like yeah. linear periodize it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just gonna add more weight. But that doesn't necessarily work for body weight movements because one, your body weight changes. Yeah. And two, the weight that you're adding to it isn't the weight that you're progressing. So say you add one to 2% to your lift uh, every single week in terms of you know, resistance training. Like yeah. say, whatever, you're doing 40 kilos, two, two dumbbells, you know, that's, you're adding whatever, four kilos per dumbbell. So we'll say 2.5, yeah. just because that's generally what people jump, because that's what the, the, yeah. the gym has. So you're adding like a half a percent to a percent every single week. How the fuck do you do that with body weight? Because, you know, you first of all, account for your body weight. If you add the weight onto that, if you add 1%, it's not just 1% of what the, the weight, weight that you've added, it's 1% as that. well as your body weight. Yeah. You know, so people aren't taking the whole thing into account and they're going like, oh, well, last week I did 20 kilo dips and this week I'm gonna do 22.5. And it's like, yeah. that's like a fucking 10% jump now. Yeah. You know, so it's like, people people aren't programming effectively. So how do, how do you people get around that? And then how do, if you are looking to get into a more, we'll call it functional way of training, and you're kind of like, you're in this paradigm of, resistance training. How do you progress from, okay, I'm gonna get into a little bit more body weight stuff. I'm gonna try to progress those movements. Do you then just keep adding weight? Do you just get like, oh, I got an 80 kilo chin up? Or do you start going into more advanced movements? Like what's, yeah, what's the thought process? Cause I know a lot of people, they are kind of in this paradigm where it's like, 
I want to be able to do the stuff that you're doing, Mark. I yeah. want to be able to kick up into a handstand, even if it's just for a picture for the gram, yeah. like fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's it. It's like with the body weight, you can, you can either progress it, you know, you can progress the intensity of it, you know, you can add weight or whatever, but you know, that's going to come to a halt eventually. And you can also increase the complexity of it as well. Mm. Um, so we incorporate both really. So, for example, with my own training, um, I was doing a lot of one army centrics as well. Um, so that's just get up to the top of a bar of a ring, then lower yourself on one arm. So I was training that, it was usually between kind of 86 to 90 kilos. So on a good day, you go in, you're 86. Next week, whatever, you load the day before, you're 90 kilos. That's four extra kilos on one arm in an already like super maximal lift because it's an eccentric because I can't do a one-arm chin-up mm -hmm. so I'm just lowering it. Wait, you can't do a one? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, calves are too big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's a huge change. Yeah. You know, so you have to monitor, monitor if you want to be smart, you have to monitor obviously your body weight and the heavier you get, it's, it's just going to get tougher with so the body. You, you know. So you basically have to use a more auto regulation yeah, type thing. I'm like, what, where am I at today? This And this is the thing where people kind of fuck themselves up when they, they do try to get that transition. And I'm not saying like, oh, everyone else does it and I'm fucking yeah. smarter than everyone mm -hmm. and I wouldn't do that. Like I've, I've literally made this mistake. That's why I know it's a mistake. You'll try to progress it like it's a normal lift, um, like a, a resistance training lift. And it, it's just not, you do have to use a lot more auto-regulation. You have to go, okay, well, how how is my body feeling today? Because a lot of this stuff is very position specific. You know, yeah. like you have to be very strong in a certain position. And obviously you do have to do the same thing like with resistance training, but resistance training does offer you a little bit more leeway. Yeah, there's more flexibility leeway. You can ad adapt a lot easier, you know? Exactly, you're like, oh, my left arm was a little bit lower here, but my right arm can take it over in, yeah. in the bench press or something. It's like, you do it on a dip, it's like, no, like yeah. your, your left arm just popped out of its socket. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it's like, you, you do have to take that into account. And like you said, like using a bit more auto-regulation where it's like, okay, well, look, my weight is a little bit up today yeah so that means that this lift is actually a little bit harder so even though i'm not seeing you know weight added to the the dip belt or whatever yeah. it it is a harder lift yeah you know the weight is higher it, so. the weight overall weight yeah. is higher yeah. you know so you do have to take that into account i think a lot of people fail when they try to do that but then how do you go okay you got that you're like okay i'm getting good at dips i'm getting good at chin-ups i'm getting good at i don't know pistol squats whatever the fuck it is yeah. whatever you think is a method for transitioning you know and then you're like, I want to get into more advanced methods. And this is this is something that I know a lot of people fail and fall down on. And how do you start looking at progression methods? Because the majority of the progression methods out there go from, let's do a body weight dip. And then it's like, the next one, let's do planche push-ups. It's like, yeah. where, like they're fucking, the this is, is just a huge jump. Yeah. You know, it's like, how, how, do you, how do you know how much to, go for and then if you can kind of give us a rundown of a couple of movements that in your eyes would be good goals to to achieve you know that it's like this gives you a, a theoretical framework we'll say like you know i know one thing that you're working on is like a, a handstand push-up like a, you, know, yeah. you can do them but like being better at them so if we go handstand push-up is the the goal like yeah. a freestanding handstand push-up is the overall yeah. goal then you can kind of reverse engineer that and work back to where you currently are, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, 
how, how do you how do you bridge the gap with progressions first of all yeah. but then what are a couple of movements that if you are trying to look into get into this more we'll call it functional training yeah. being able to move your own body what are some movements that would be good to kind of put your focus on you may never achieve them now that's that's obviously a disclaimer you have to put out there because yeah yeah of course you know, uh, but in, in your opinion what are some fundamental moves that if you if you got good at these you you have a, a good framework for getting good at whatever skills you want to do but also you've all round strength yeah well in terms of say upper body strength for the body weight movements two more conventional lifts that you'll see if people are solid with these um, obviously it's in relation to their body weight yeah, obviously. Um, that they'll progress pretty smoothly when they go on to the body weight movements and then the more complex stuff because they have basically the horsepower there to mm-hmm. you know to, to achieve these so um, any overhead pressing uh, whatever strict press and any pulling as well vertical pulling so weighted chin ups um, weighted chin ups pull ups uh, if you're strong at those then when it goes to handstands push ups or the more advanced pulling like bits on the rings or one arm chin ups or rope climb if you have a solid foundation on those you're going to be pretty good but they can also be used as you know assistance exercises or just not even assistance but just complementary exercises mm-hmm. to the other yeah, uh, strength, strength in the musculature yeah. used in these more and you can you know you can do it at a higher rep range if you want more volume mm-hmm. you know because say you can only do three handstand push-ups um then it's gonna when you're moving on to say your goal is handstand push-ups and a one-arm chin-up or something and would they be the two moves that you'd be like they're good overall goal for like i'm not going to say like again they'll ever be able to do them yeah but if you're kind of like i want to move to a more functional thing because in my opinion like the end goal is fucking retarded useless yeah. overall like it actually doesn't fucking matter like you could pick any fucking end goal at the end of the day because all you're using that end goal is a is a framework to have a journey you know, yeah. it's the, the journey that actually counts, you know, because at the end of the day, all training is made up. Like, it's, it's just made yeah. up. Like, sports are made up, you know, resistance training is made up. Like, it's not like you have to go out and hunt for your food. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like you're actually doing lifts that you have to do or doing movements that you have to do. Like, yes, you may be strengthening muscles that will help you through your everyday life. Like, you're, I don't know, a builder or something going like, you know, actually, I want to get good at deadlifts because I have to fucking pick up things and move yeah. them. Like, so it's like, yeah, okay, cool. That, that's, that's perfect. But at the end of the day, the majority of stuff that we do in the gym is fucking made up. Yeah, you know? and so it's for our own enjoyment. It's literally for your enjoyment. So the, the, the process, in my opinion, the journey is more important. So if you have an end goal, would you pick like this, this way off theoretical, be like, if I could do a one arm chin up and I can do a handstand, a freestanding handstand push up for, I don't know, five reps, we'll yeah. say. Is that kind of, yeah, the journey to that will get you a good understanding, a good knowledge of this body weight stuff yeah they're they're gonna cover a lot of the a lot of the stuff especially just for yeah for upper body body strength and then you know if you look at it it's like okay well to achieve that i'm gonna do have to do x amount of strength work with x amount of volume the outcomes aesthetically are probably going to be pretty good as well mm. you know obviously there's gonna be other factors going into that but uh, yeah so that's kind of my thought process behind it you know um, 
yeah, they they're they're two solid ones to focus on. It's not the be all and end all. Now there's more you can do more skill orientated. They're a bit more just strength. They're strength. That, that's that's what we should actually do. Yeah. Because that's that's what we're talking about. Because people will think body weight training and they'll see all skills, and it's not like we're talking about body weight strength work. Because some of the stuff, although it obviously requires a fuck ton of strength, you know, you have yeah. to be able to move your body. It's it's actually just skills. Yeah. You know, it's just an accumulation of skills. Say, take for example something that people are like, oh, like I, I, they're really like hard to do. You know, a muscle up. Muscle up, yeah. Like muscle, it's just it doesn't a skill. take that much strength. It's literally you don't have to be that strong. Like you, you like if you can do say five, six chin ups and a dip and yeah. a chin. It's like yeah. like we'll say yeah, five dips, five chins. You probably have the strength to do yeah. it, like muscle up. Yeah. You know. Then it's just you know just a bit more just coordination. It's timing. You know, it's time. basically timing. It's a skill. You know, it's it's like a being able to do like that's an entry level skill in my opinion you know like that's like in gymnastics that's not even marked that's just like how you get up onto the rings yeah you know? and like, you know some of the the gymnastic skills even like i wouldn't even bother oh yeah you know 100%. chasing them becomes what i'm yeah. like i'm say 85 kilos i'm about six foot so if i want to chase an iron cross or a plank, i would have had to start or bet well not that i would have had to start i would have been better off starting uh 20 years ago you know when I bend, losing half your legs like. losing half my legs yeah and yeah. uh, that's why I have so. the advantage because I might be tall but you know I don't have any calves no so calves. yeah exactly um, but yeah so it is strength work is what we're talking about because a lot of these things are actually just skills and this is this is something that people get enamored with there's two things with this people will get enamored with these skills and then they'll chase these skills but won't have the the, the strength the fundamental strength to actually achieve them yeah but on the other side of that, people will see these these skills and be like, that can never be me. Yeah. So they just are defeatist. They just tr turn off before anything. Like mm -hmm. they, they're like, oh, like say like, for example, someone's listening to this, they've been in this mindset of bodybuilding. They have a decent physique. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my physique. But like you said, when you were younger, you're kind of like, something's missing here. You know, it's not like this, this, is this all there is to it? Is all like, do I just go to the gym and go like, Oh well, last week I did X weight, and now I'm gonna just up it again. Like, like what, what, what does that lead to? Okay, you're 50 now. It's like, what have you achieved? It's like, okay, now yeah. I'm, I'm benching 140 kilos, and I started out benching 60 kilos. It's like, yeah, yeah, great, that's awesome progress. But what does that actually lead to in the real world? And as I said, like goals largely are irrelevant. So that could be your goal, and that could be the thing that keeps you healthy, keeps you fit, yeah. you know, keeps you actually coming to the gym and enjoying yourself. But it is a bit of a a lonely path we'll say because there's not a lot of substance to it you know it's not like you can go out and enjoy the world more freely like for some people if you build up the strength to be able to squat and stuff you know you actually are able to enjoy the world more freely because you're actually able to you know traverse the world a little bit more easily like go for a walk it's like this isn't actually a max effort anymore because i actually have strong legs you know but you know bench pressing chest pressing shoulder pressing it's like it doesn't actually lead to a huge amount of functionality so there is something kind of missing but people will look they'll start looking like you did and go yeah. okay well i want i want to do something more but they'll see they'll, yeah, they they'll, they'll see and, but they'll, they'll see yeah. stuff like i don't know you go to someone like either portal or like roy gold and stuff it's like you look at that and you're like oh, that could never be me i'd never be able to do that yeah and it's like that's because you see this end product but you don't see the the steps in between you know so there is that kind of defeatist mentality going into 
call it body weight training, whatever fuck you want. I, to call I it. guess, and I always just like a, a challenge and whatever ego as well. Mm-hmm. The ego in me just to I am gonna fucking do that. But this this is also the thing with skill work, whatever you want to call this. Yeah, it is one of the most soul destroying things ever. Yeah, you could literally be the strongest, baddest motherfucker on earth, and I go, let's do I don't know a handstand here. And you kick up for your first handstand and you fall flat on your face. You know, there's just no, you've 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 never been in that mm. position before. You've no control. Like I don't care fucking how strong you are. It's like you're done. You know, yeah, it's like it's it's one of these things where it's like there's so much skill involved, and if you haven't practiced the ability to control your own body, you're 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 dust. You know, so you have to kind of have that ego. But have that ego smartly like you yeah. can't just let your your ego will yeah. get fucking destroyed uh, get destroyed yeah but just have that initial kind of uh but it's it's a good kind of ego that's kind of driving you on where it's like you you, you want to be able to do this skill it's like well if he can do it why can't yeah, i do it be, you know people like to try it that ego is the worst thing ever yeah. it's not it's gonna be the most useful and 100 uh thing you know can you can drive you to to challenge you stuff like there's no way that, you'd I mean. have a gym at what what are you 25 you're a year younger than me aren't you 26 oh! I know <laughs> but I'd yeah, no, the least signed by 25 which is the goal yeah so like so, you have your own gym yeah if I didn't have a bit of a 25 if you didn't have ego you wouldn't be doing ego that ego said no I'm fucking I'm gonna do this better on my own exactly you know, with, you know? You know so. Um, so you do have to have that little bit of an ego yeah. to push you along business wise or training wise but <laughs> resistance training it's pretty easy on the ego you know it's like yeah. oh well I didn't add 2.5 kilos you know, to yeah. the bar, big whoop, who cares, you know? Whereas if you're like, I can't even kick up and do a basic handstand. I'm looking yeah. at this three-year-old here that can do it. Schooling me, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this This is fucking soul-destroying. But, yeah, so how do you kind of bridge that? Like, I know you kind of touched on it where it's like, when you bring people in, it's like, let's set these few different goals. Let's be able to do some very basic fundamental body weight stuff that's dip chin yeah. that kind of stuff get you used to actually you know connecting with your body being able to move your body through space you know yeah. still do still keep some of the resistance training stuff in that's going to reinforce better positions give you a quicker route to aesthetics mm-hmm. you know um but how do you then kind of go okay well you're here with these kind of basics we've got that what's the next step like how do, how do we progress this is because i know a lot of people are going to listen to this and they, they, they they'll look you up and they'll be like fuck like look at this they'll scroll back and they'll be like look at this chap doing like i don't know handstand push-ups off a box or something that's yeah. a repost stuff yeah you'll have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no they, then it just comes down to uh breaking the skill down so the skill, we're gonna focus on the pattern of the movement but we can't do that if we're dealing with the full weight, your full 90 kilos. So we're going to have to chop it down a little bit. That can either be done through spotting. Um, a lot of the stuff will be just brought to, say, like a lower height, and you'll use your feet to spot yourself, if you get me. Um, put yourself in the same positions. You're going through the pattern over and over again. You're still getting, you're, you know, you're just going to ingrain that pattern really cleanly, uh, really properly at a lower intensity. And then from there, it's just incorporating it with the, attempting the real thing mm. you know uh, once you've the like say for muscle up, the muscle up a simple version to it we'll go on to the low rings and we'll just practice purely the transition portion of mm. it once you have once you see you've got the required strength that's probably going to get you there all you need to do now is drill it uh, at a lower intensity 
ingrain it so that when you go to do the skill itself, you don't shit your yeah, pants. Your body knows, and you know what there. to do. You don't overthink it. You don't just completely change it because you you got these people trying to muscle up over and over again. You see it a lot in CrossFit gyms, and they're attempting the skill, so they're not training the skill. Mm. They're attempting it. It's just like testing your strength versus training your strength. Um, and yeah, so they never say they get to their transi- transition bit of the muscle up and they fail. Well, they haven't done any work on improving the transition. Mm. So what we'll do is you just drop it back. You're going to scale it back. We're going to either spot, you're going to have a, someone spotting you or you're going to use yourself. You're going to spot by the feet um, and build it from there. Because hmm. um, it, it is actually a very, like this is, this is the kind of thing that annoys me when you see people online saying like, oh, I can never do that. It's actually the exact same thought process you go through with like resistance training. Like if you have a sticking point in your, I don't know, your bench press, it's like where you fail a lift and you kind of go, well, why did I fail that lift? Let yeah. me look at the, my technique. And then you're like, yeah. okay, this is happening. This is happening. I need to strengthen this portion of whatever yeah. muscle group, whatever joint angle, whatever it is. And you go, then I'm going to start integrating, bringing that into my overall training you know so it's it's the exact same thing so it's like okay well i have this movement um can i just bring it back just a little bit intensity wise so i'm not using my full body weight Mm. and or you know there's a different variation of it that can can be used to kind of bring me on to that like you said with like say handstand push-ups people always just want to see like oh a freestanding handstand push-up and it's like oh that sounds really cool it looks really cool but it's like you don't have anywhere you might even have the strength like you might be able to overhead press your, your body weight or even like a handstand push-up is kind of a bit more like a, an incline press in terms of the yeah, angle yeah it's like a really high incline yeah so if you ha- we'll just say you had this the strength yeah. to do your own body weight in that kind of high incline yeah. a, a seated barbell press we'll say yeah. like that's kind of more of the incline or more of the the angle yeah. that it's at um you have the strength so you know your strength isn't the limiting factor and we won't get into like obviously the balance required and stuff yeah. like that um and you have the ability to handstand but you're like oh i can't I just shit the bed every time i try to go for this it's like okay let's bring this back let's start like let's do a less challenging exercise yeah so we'll throw your feet up on a bench and we'll do like a pipe even forget about that let's just do like uh we'll call it a a push-up with your feet elevated it's like you know it's like okay we have this angle it's not the exact angle that we're looking at but then it's like okay you've, you're able to do that cool let's progress it on now like you said let's get into this kind of pike position yeah. where it's a little bit more closer to the angle that we want to work and it's like okay you have the strength for that maybe you don't maybe you need to stay at that let's build it up like that and you're like okay can we actually like keep changing this so we make it slightly more challenging more position specific until we actually get to where we need to be in terms of your body knowing how to exhibit the, the strength that you already have in that position to get into that move. And a lot of this stuff, especially if it is skill work, it, it comes down to identifying where your form breaks down, where things break down. Like for example, like I've said before, I'm training handstands. I, I wanna have a good handstand. Like I, I've had like 30 second handstands before that are fairly decent, but I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking handstand expert, you know? Um, yeah i know (laughs) Uh, but now i'm kind of like right so the the limiting factor for me is kicking up into a handstand like i can hold yeah position so i could i could do that against the wall uh i'm like uh, like obviously just toes touching the exact same position you've even said it before you know i have the the hollow body everything it's like cool i can do that for two minutes five minutes if you want me to do it but it's like so i have the position specific strength you know maybe not 100 percent because obviously i'm using a wall to to spot myself um but even if I come away from the wall, I'm like, yeah, I can hold this for two minutes. This is no problem. But I kick up, 
fucking shit the bed. Yeah, so you know? basically, basically all you do is, or you know, what we do with the majority of stuff, even lifting as well, is you isolate the problem, work on that, address that, and then integrate it back in. Exactly, like, and that's what we've, we've said so, before on this. It's like you, you, the, the, the thought process overall is, you know, identify, isolate, integrate, integrate yeah. and then kind of improvise. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, then the improvisation is like, can you like you know flow and yeah. move around like kick up into a handstand yeah. play around in there so most people don't ever get to that stage but if i, I i've identified that and then i've isolated it because what i've been doing lately is just practicing before my upper body workouts like i do skill work and it's like okay well i'm doing that i just do kick-ups like i literally just kick up and as long as i know i could hold that position like you know when you're in that position you're like yeah this is no factor like it's just going to be endurance now yeah. like these are non-fatiguing kick-ups and I just kick up, I'm like, cool, I could hold this, just come back down. And I'm just practicing ingraining that pattern so that I know that consistently I can kick up, you know? So it's it's just that kind of progress where I've identified that issue and I can then start going, okay, now I can start progressing in terms of once I know that I'm confident, like 100% of the time or 99% of the time, yeah. like I'm kicking up into that and I'm staying up that. It's, it's a no factor. limiting factor. I've addressed the limiting factor, I can progress from yeah. there. So that's kind of what I think you do well with your overall training and it's like you're not dogmatic and being like why can't you do a handstand yeah. like what like why, why yeah. not you know it's like okay let's actually just first of all build the fundamental strengths yeah. and then start breaking down movements that are going to be beneficial in terms of strengthening specific positions to be able to allow you do these cool mm. body weight movements you know and this is one of the things and then we'll kind of get on to kind of the last two two topics that we want to talk about is uh uh, so this is the other thing then with the lower body like yeah. i would be of the opinion that resistance training is more effective and i'll caveat that in terms of saying resistance training is more effective in strengthening the lower body however a lot of people do that really poorly and then also a lot of people forget the fact that most resistance training movements aren't going to fully get the spectrum of movements you have available at the lower body like i would think even just going towards being able to do i don't know we'll say a side splits like a lot of people aren't going to be able to do that but you know being able to get stronger in that kind of side split position and um, a front splits and we'll call it a, a straddle pancake yeah. uh, if you can kind of do those kind of movements mobility wise we'll call it you know you'd be on a pretty solid streak if you just did if you just added those to your already complete lower body training yeah. you'd be doing pretty well yeah this is the thing i think people fall down with in terms of going for this body weight stuff they just go oh i'm not going to use body i'm only going to use body weight so all i'm ref le de defined by is my ability to do like single leg squats and yeah, one sure. which is like yeah okay cool it's like once you're able to do five it's like what are you going to do like i'm going to do eight i'm going to do yeah. 12 i'm going to do 50 it's like, to a sets of 100 yeah it's like yeah. this there's no progression so yeah. would you be on the same thought process and i know you do a lot of resistance training with uh, the guys and girls that yeah. you have you know in terms of the lower body stuff yeah like you get them deadlifting squatting and stuff would you kind of agree with that thought process yeah you're going to need the intensity it's you know it's you're on your you're on your feet every day your body weight isn't going to be a huge load to the legs you know you're not on your hands all the day so That's very true um yeah you're gonna need you're gonna need to lift some weights to to get them you know stimulated really especially um, on the aesthetic side of things like i yeah. don't care like you see like gymnasts and you see body weight enthusiasts and they have pretty fucking weak legs 
<laughs> not in terms of strength wise but in terms of you know, and it's, it's going to benefit them exactly like even if they just added in some squats yeah. like actually barbell squats boom yeah. got some some progress there. I don't fucking care even with goblet squats or something where it's like you're just holding the dumbbell in front of you yeah. awesome you know so like Eo Portal actually said something before which I was like that actually makes a lot of sense you know the hips crave intensity mm. where as the shoulders crave like diversity you know so there's a lot more freedom in your scapula there's a lot more freedom in the upper body whereas the lower body is quite rigid in terms in of there's the, actually the not a, exactly do, there's not yeah. a huge amount of diversity like yes you're going to get different muscle activation and different kind of joint angles are going to affect different things but overall it's like you've got a hinge pattern you've got a squat pattern and like everything else is pretty much like a variation of that like a lunge it's just a fucking squat pattern yeah. you know a uh, hip thrust it's kind of just a hip, uh, hinge pattern like you don't have yeah. this huge amount of variety going yeah. on like i mean obviously get into like oh well the hamstrings you know flex the knee and they go can extend the hips and stuff yeah. but it's like yeah, it's kind of like it, it's all just you know you, you can kind of hit it pretty basically and um, so i i find that myself as well like the, the lower body is a little bit more dumb whereas the upper body is a little bit more smart and you have to train it in a lot more angles than the lower body and um, but then this kind of brings on you said it before or you touched on it before with crossfit you often get lumped into this crossfit crowd you know yeah. um where you're like as soon as anyone does any kind of gymnastics we'll say it's like oh that's crossfit oh, like the fact, that, the fact that you do resistance training you do like squats and deadlifts and stuff and you do gymnastics you're crossfit yeah some people are thick as fuck that like they don't even look what's happening you, you look you watch crossfit you can tell it's different to what a street person is doing if you just have a bit of cop on and awareness so that that kind of pisses me off a little bit that people can't pick apart those things it's like saying uh a power lifter and olympic lifter are the exact same it's it's, it's fucking stupid you know um but yeah they get lumped and that's just um probably the the popularity crossfit has brought to integrating olympic lifting back in uh gymnastic rings handstands um and again you know more like diversity to training um more functional movements you know um so yeah that's across it they've made us like stuff a lot of they've brought stuff back and made it popular but then they've also they've, they've put their own twists on it that isn't the smartest you know it's like do it as fast as you can something has to give you mm. can't do you can't do everything as fast as you can and expect it to the quality to stay high. Mm. So yeah, CrossFit is fun. Like I've, I told you, I started out in a CrossFit gym. I've been no experience in CrossFit. I've done a few. I haven't done really trained Cross CrossFit properly now, but I've done a few CrossFit workouts. And like for someone who want, like who enjoys training and enjoys pushing themselves, genuinely is fun. And there's that competitive nature to it. Um. Like I had great fun doing it, but like a lot of people are going to become train wrecks with it. And there is there's really good CrossFit gyms out there, but a lot of them just don't structure the development of the skill correctly. Yeah, like we were saying earlier on, we were kind of going through that process where it's like you know identify, isolate, mm. integrate, improvise. It's like most CrossFit. There obviously there's good ones out there, but yeah. bad ones out there. They all skip all the steps and they just go straight into the improvise yeah. phase, where it's like here's I'm putting a timer on. You have to do this do it work as fast as you fucking can. Yeah, I don't care how you get this bar up. I don't care how you yeah. get yourself over this bar. It's like you just yeah. fucking do it. You get know? these fifty reps done as fast as you can, and then you get a high five. 
Yeah, and it's like, I actually think CrossFit will be very good in terms of overall training, because it, it is fun, like you said. Yeah. If they did it more like uh, an actual sport in terms of, say, for example, like you do, you did Gaelic football, like you'd have like a match on Saturday or something, yeah. right? And then you do like two, maybe three training sessions during the week yeah. where you're actually just working on your skills, you're working on your fitness, you're doing yeah. stuff where it's not like the improvised stuff. Yeah. So it's like if they did CrossFit like that, where it's like, you know, Monday is our strength work, Wednesday is our fitness work, Friday is our fucking, I don't know, mobility work, and then Saturday or Sunday or whatever, it's like that's when we do our workout of yeah. the day type thing it's like it's a sport yeah if you train it like a sport you know during the week you work on your skills you work on the stuff that you work week at isolate stuff uh integrate stuff and then you go okay cool saturday sunday that's when we we improvise and we actually do this the sport mm. of crossfit but yeah i actually think it's a it's a shame that you do get lumped into this whole CrossFit thing, but at the same time, it probably benefits your business somewhat in terms of people are yeah. more aware that there is other stuff out there except other than like bodybuilding. Yeah. You know, so like it is, it's a, a double-edged sword. Like you wouldn't want to get rid of it no. because it does expose a lot of people to different training styles, different training methods. And it kind of makes people realize that it's not just, oh, let's add five pounds to the bar here. And yeah, you know, it's just... Like, yeah, I personally, I just, I just need that stuff in my training because I'm not like, uh, I'd, I'd get too bored if I was just doing different variations of RDLs and leg curls yeah. for different resistance profiles, and you know, what are you gonna two years if you're really solid with your nutrition, um, you've decent parents, you might gain whatever. Yeah, you've gained like a, a kilo. small bit, you know. <laughs> Um, some people won't need their, their physiques won't even look that different after two years okay like, yeah like I'm a resistance training non-responder yeah, so yeah, yeah you'll never you'll never change <laughs> but yeah you know some people okay yeah there's a, a respect you know working hard is something long term for a small even a small change but you know if you throw something else in there it's mm. going to be fun you have a bit like, of su substance to it and again yeah. obviously like it's goal specific like yeah, again as you said earlier on if you're like your i want to be as shredded and jacked as possible for my holiday in 16 weeks man if you said that you know you would be training bodybuilding you would be like right fuck this handstand shit fuck this one army centric shit fuck all that it's like i'm just going to be doing bodybuilding however that for you especially that wouldn't be a sustainable method of training and because you've invested a lot of time into gaining the skills and gaining muscle and you know keeping somewhat of an eye on your diet yeah uh, you, you stay quite lean and stuff it's like you don't yes you may not be as big as you possibly could be you may not have as much muscle in certain areas as you possibly could but you're in pretty fucking decent nick just because you've been hammering the basics mm. and you've been adding in skill work and again like we said it is that trade-off between time you know if you put in like three years of doing some skill work, practicing the basics. Maybe you're not gonna be as big as someone that put in three years with just resistance yeah. training, but at the end of it, it's like, okay, I can kick up into a handstand, I can stay here for two minutes, yeah, I can hand balance, I can do whatever. And it's like, and I'm 90% of the way. Yeah, and I'd, I'd argue how much, like, you know, you actually can even still focus on your physique by trying this. I train three days a week, mm. 45 minutes. That's it. Um, you, you say, yeah, as you say, 16 weeks I wanted to get in the best shape as possible. You know, if I just went purely training for aesthetics versus if I went 90% training for aesthetics, 
and threw in at the start of the session a little bit of skill work mm. it's almost a, a warm-up to get you just to get you fired up and, and moving well the results at the end of the six week, 16 weeks you probably couldn't tell them apart yeah i doubt you could yeah you like know? and that, that's kind of what i do i do like a little bit of skill work yeah. at the start of my sessions and then i get into resistance training stuff but like there is obviously that somewhat of a trade-off but like you yeah. said like especially as a natural athlete like there's only so much muscle you yeah. can gain naturally in naturally. 16 weeks yeah. there's only so much body fat you can lose yeah. naturally in 16 yeah. weeks so it's like you probably will, would be hard pressed to notice a difference but you, you know say you only had uh three 30 minute sessions mm. a week and you want to get in the best shape you're like okay yeah you're probably gonna have to just fill it full of resistance know, training resistance like, training yeah, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be spending 10 minutes fucking doing some yeah. skill work but yeah like i do agree like if you are looking for generalized results you just want to be fit healthy be able to move your body enjoy training etc doing doing a little bit of bodyweight stuff doing well i yeah. call it bodyweight stuff like it's, yeah. it's fucking harder than resistance training stuff but doing a little bit of actually moving your body understanding how yeah. to move your body would benefit a lot of people um we're coming up to the end of this because we're at an hour um so all i want to do is touch on first of all the fact that you have a business right obviously we're talking about doing this integrating these two things yeah what like what do you offer because you actually i think you do and it's going to annoy you you do functional crossfit quite well in terms of like you had the same approach that you had to your overall training you've taken the bits that are good and then you've brought it into a package that i would argue is better you know so you've taken the the group aspect the, the fun aspect of crossfit You've taken the the movements and you've taken the the framework of going like it doesn't have to be just bodybuilding yeah you know you can do a few different movements use aesthetics or use your your body but still focus on aesthetics at the same time and you've integrated that into a personal training platform group training platform yeah. so tell us a little bit more about that yeah so well first thing like, what do you offer though? like yeah it's you know i did the odd one-on-one but i offer it's it's a group training model um, I've split the guys and the girls because yeah so you're a sexist I'm a sexist okay yeah thanks Patrick <laughs> no um, no seriously it's like uh, girls generally are going to be training for something a little bit um, slightly different to guys so I've separated the training um, just from my perspective it's just going to run a lot smoother girls like training with, with other girls they're a little bit more comfortable whatever and guys like training with other guys it's like you know a lot of guys play team sports growing up mm -hmm. so there's that kind of buzz and that kind of competition as well guys you know they want to be a little bit bigger in the upper body and stuff girls don't really want that so the programs are going to be different if it's just a generic program like a crossfit gym well you're not really i don't think you're servicing the clients as best as you could um by doing that because it's they're all just doing whatever workout you know it's, they're all just lumped into a bunch um but yeah so then that's like most people are training three to four days a week the guys training it'll give a little bit of, like a little breakdown of the structure day one it's pretty much it's just a regular upper body push pull session mm -hmm. um day two uh, lower body is yeah just basic like you know, whatever front squats, back squats, RDLs, um, split squatting, just retaining different, yeah, solid, yeah, solid enough exercises, then some, you know, maybe some competitive sprinting or really heavy pushing on the prowler. Um, 
Then the third day would be body weight focused upper body. Um, and it's probably going to be tougher. Now, there could be some assistant exercises that are just uh, mm. the regular lifts or shoulder pressing, whatever. But the, the key focus on that day is upper body strength through body weight movements mm. and progress smartly. And then a, a fourth day is, is just, it's generally a lighter day, um, certain mobility exercises, and then some structural balance exercises, as, as a lot of people in the industry would know them. Uh, just in areas that, that need a little bit more work. Like rotator you know? cuff. Yeah, rotator stuff. cuff, um, certain stuff for the hips, yeah, um, yeah. adductors, um, and uh, you know, reverse curls just to keep the joints healthy. Good. I did this whole training game. I said, right, I want to get females in good shape. Um, and I want to get them doing chin-ups, doing cool shit, basically. So I, I launched the Female Strength Project. I said, right, I'm going to go for this. Just a group training model for females. And... Uh, that was ooh, three years ago probably just growing from there and um, yeah structured the training three days a week generally sometimes four for, for those that are you know really solid with their training um, and that have the time and yeah it just worked like a treat separating the two I think uh, I think they've all enjoyed it as well yeah I actually know a lot of girls that uh, have trained with you and they actually do enjoy it much more than just in the normal we'll call it class model in terms yeah. of like a lot a lot of females will fall into that trap where they, they want that kind of community feel they want to be able to go with with the gals yeah. uh, to a class or whatever yeah. and they they, they they want that but at the same time they actually want results you know yeah. and going to like i don't know your, your body pump or your spin class it's like yeah you might get some results but yeah. you know it's not maybe those uh big glutes that you want or whatever it is you yeah know, maybe not, not the ability yeah, to move your body or yeah, whatever so you know and yeah they don't they're not really gonna try guide you through the process of mm. of achieving results. You know, obviously it's gonna come down. You can't you can't make people achieve results. It's gonna take a lot of work from them. Um, but what we do is try give them the best the best chance. Of you said you give the them the tools. Yeah. Like that's what a lot the of the tools, like, that that's all you can do as well. You can't force people into the best exactly. shape of their life. You know, and that's what a lot yeah. of the, the, the girls that I know have said about your training. They're like, yeah, like, I really enjoy it because you give me, first of all, a structure. You know, okay, focus on these lifts. These are going to get you X results. But this is how you actually think about resistance training. This is how you actually think about training yeah. as a whole. That That's what I think you do quite well. Like, you're actually educating them. And obviously, you do that with the, the males as well. Oh, I presume I don't actually know any guys in your class except for guys that you've introduced me to. Yeah. Whereas I know some of the, the females that have gone to your, class, mm. to your classes and stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you want to find out a little bit more about you or, I don't know, engage in coaching or something with you, where, where do they go? Uh, easiest way right now is just go to my Instagram, markandwire23, or for the gym, Mod Physical Culture. Um, yeah, just slide it in the DM there if you want, uh, want any more info. Um, yeah, just take a look. Um, I just, you know, people want to get started, I just like to get them in. Um, just yeah, just it. experience the session and and see is it gonna fit down. So you know, like, a lot of people don't really know where they want to go with their training. They're like, yeah, I want to be in good shape. Um, I want to be strong. I want to be able to do a lot of stuff. You know, some so some people might join some little powerlifting club or do it with their friends or whatever. But it's never really kind of what they they wanted. So um, yeah, I think we, we cover cover a broad range of say qualities that, mm. that people want to achieve um it's no specialist 
specialist type training but um yeah it, it just yeah, works you really as well. like you're not you're not going to go to this and you're not going to become a hand balancing no. expert it's like no. you might be able to be able to kick up in the yeah. handstand enjoy you know taking a few instagram pics there feel confident in that but yeah. it's not going like it's not the overall goal of the program no you know you might yeah you'll climb a rope you'll jump on the rings or whatever but yeah it's it's a little bit more conventional and focus on getting in shape as well than a lot of people would think just from the stuff that I post on Instagram you know what I what I post is not everything we do yeah because the other shit's like very boring in my opinion you know so yes it's just been kind of been running that female strength project for the past yeah three years as I said and you know predominantly early mornings and evenings as well three sessions three sessions going on in the morning and then three to four most evenings as well and then Saturday we've got a good few sessions on as well so it's always a good buzz on a Saturday so yeah if you ever want to if you're looking for something different with your training just um, yeah just contact me through Instagram and um, I'll get you into our Sandy Fred location and uh, just give it a run yeah it should be said that like it is normal people that go to train because you yeah. always get that kind of impression where it's like like you said like the stuff that you post on Instagram isn't the whole story and like the the, the women that do go to your class like they they are actually in good shape you know like as in, ter in terms of like you get them in good shape doesn't mean that they started in that position yeah and, so. it, and it's not it's nothing at all like oh I don't think I'm fit enough to do your classes like I you know a lot of people say that all you know all the time to me but I'm like well that's my job to get you fit yeah. enough you know not fit enough it's you know it's everything scaled to whatever level you're at um, yeah all, all we ask for is you know, it's, it's hard work and, you know, don't really lie to yourself, you know, be committed to, to it. Um, then you're going you're gonna to have a blast with it, you know, you're going to fit in perfectly, but they're all a lovely bunch. And yeah, they're all, it's, it's you know, it's just general population. Um, some girls are, you know, are playing sports, others aren't, others haven't done anything in their life. This is the first thing they've done, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool to see them, you know, get really strong, get in much better shape. It's, yeah. Cool, cool. So we'll kind of wrap it up here. I would also like to say that thank you because you're going to let us use your facility for our seminar later in August, is it? August, yeah. I don't even know. Gary just yeah. told me dates. Cool. I was like, I'm waiting for those dates. And he was like, what about these dates? And I was like, yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, I think it's, a, I want to say the second week in August, but could be wrong. Details will be linked below because we did actually launch it yesterday. Um, there's only going to be like 50 places available is yeah. that I guess all we well we could fit more but you know, fit more we, you want to keep the quality you want to, keep the quality. Yeah, you want to so. be actually able to interact with people but 50-ish yeah. is kind of the, the limit that we have yeah. uh, and there's already quite a few kudos tickets sold so yeah no, it's going to be fun I'm, I'll meet some of the the triage militia that day yes, so I'll probably hang around for the weekend as well it'll be a bit fun easy, yeah. Um, but yeah so we're going to be here um, so if you want to check out his facility come along to that day um, I don't know if anyone they'll probably be coming all international you know yourself like flying in from Dubai everywhere. and everywhere yeah. like um, but some people might might like the facility they might uh, think about joining you know you never know so you'll have to be on your toes like I'll sell them <laughs> sell anyone buddy anyway we're gonna wrap it up there uh, as per usual guys if you have any questions comments whatever links are gonna be below you can always interact with us on social media or shoot us an email or whatever. Anyway, that is it guys. Peace out.